This is Cody Ray Miller, and you're listening to the Dude Fuel Podcast. I believe that success seekers are more frequently focused on living rational, specifically rationally consistent lives. And yet, we as humans are not rational all the time. A big part of our humanity is our emotions and our instincts, our intuitions. And it's not based on on reason. It's not always rational. And um, I found myself confronted with this recently with a decision that I had made. And I looked back at that decision um, and, and, and not that far away from it either, just, just a, a few weeks after that decision, I looked back at it and I said, wow, what led me to make this decision? Because it's, it's not rational. I think some of us even have a sort of block about admitting this to ourselves. I know that I struggled with this when I looked back and I said, that wasn't a rational decision that I made. And then I tried to justify it. I tried to find a reason for the things that I had done and why I had done those things. But ultimately, I came back to the conclusion that there just wasn't any reason, that it wasn't well thought out, that I was human, right? The old saying, to err is human, <laughs> right? And it's, it's true. We make errors. We make errors in judgment. And we're not always completely rational in the decisions and the choices that we make. So what does this mean for you as a success seeker, right? As somebody who wants to take their life to another level, what good does this information do you? Well, first of all, as I've already, uh, you know, basically said here, it, it allows you and enables you to tap into your humanity, to realize that you're not a robot, to realize that you're not um, some axiomatic principle or function of math and logic, but that you are a human with feelings, um, you are a human with, with intuitions, with sort of gut reactions, and that those things can be used to your advantage because we're not robots. And so, you know, in our dealings with other people, we have to be mindful that they're not always going to be rational, but we also have to be honest that it cuts both ways and say that we're not always being rational either. So it helps us to better understand humans and sort of the human condition. Uh, perhaps I'm not using that phrase in, in its strictest, uh, most, most uh, frequent sense, but it is sort of the human condition that we are not always rational creatures. Um, we're quite irrational, in fact. And many people have said that in terms of marketing and sales, you know, people decide to buy based on emotion, and then they justify that decision with reason. And I don't know that it always works in exactly that order or that fashion. I think it's more an interplay and an exchange between the rational mind and our emotions. I think it's constantly sort of going back and forth like a tennis match, at least, I, I think at least most of the time. But it's still, I think, I think there's enough truth in that saying, in, in that idea, that it has 
um, become very popular. The idea that we buy based on emotion and then we justify our purchases using logic and reason. So I think at our core that really is true, but again, there's that sort of interplay there. And you know, the other thing we have to realize is that as humans, we're not always at our best. We're not always at 100%. Our batteries aren't always fully charged, so to speak. And so, you know, when we're coming under the weather, we're getting sick, when we're really stressed, uh, just if we have a lot of change in our lives or a lot of movement or a lot of new things coming in, it produces stress. And we're not always at our best, rationally speaking. So we might be driven a little more by our emotions. Um, there's a really interesting picture of this in a book um, that uh, I, I really enjoyed called Switch. Um, and in this book, Switch, it talks about the elephant and the rider. And um, the elephant is sort of our emotions. It's big and it's stompy, you know, and it can basically just run you over. And if we let emotions run the show, that's what we're like. We're just stomping around through life. And if we're angry, well, then we're angry, right? And whoever's in front of us, in our way, um, you know, on the path, we're just going to trample them. And we're not going to care because we're that big elephant. And the rider, of course, is the little guy on top of the elephant, if the elephant's being ridden <laughs> at all. <laughs> and, and thankfully, our elephants are being ridden. Our emotions are controlled by the rider. And the rider sitting atop the elephant, he is able, with skill and tact, to maneuver that elephant in pretty much whichever way um, they so choose. So the rider is able to control this big, stompy, emotional elephant. And so that represents our intellect and our rationality. It basically represents our frontal lobe, right? Our, our judgment, our capacity to make decisions, to weigh options and ultimately make decisions is handled, handled largely in the frontal lobe. Um, and so it's the judgment center of the mind, very important part of, of the brain, uh, no doubt. And so people who've had damage, um, you know, to the to the frontal lobe, um, they often have impulse control issues because this is where impulse control comes in, right? Um, and so we become like the elephant, right? If our frontal lobe is damaged, if our rider is inebriated, um, we sort of just lose impulse control. But this is the interplay. This is what's going on. You've got elephant and you've got rider. And if you're always the elephant, you're stomping all over everything. But if you're always trying to be the writer, if you're always trying to be rational, you very often, and this point is made in the book Switch, so it's not my own original idea, but from the book it says, this is very often where you encounter paralysis by analysis. This is very often where you end up with people who can't make a decision to save their life. Or if they do make some decisions, they're always second guessing those decisions and they're always looking for a better decision so they can never really just settle in to what they've decided or chosen to do. So this is what it means to be human. Right? We have the elephant, and we, we are the elephant, and we are the rider simultaneously. And um, so just a reminder for you today, you're not a robot, you're not always going to be 100% rational, and that's okay. You know, we often are very stirred, um, emotionally, 
And in being stirred up emotionally, we can do great things. I mean, people get excited um, when, when people come in and share an honest vision with them. And they may not have all the numbers or facts or figures to back it up, but somebody, I mean, just think about it. Somebody who comes in with passion and stirs you up, stirs your imagination, um, you know, stimulates um, your emotions, somebody who comes in like that, you're at least going to be interested in what they're saying, whether you agree with them or not. You're going to be interested to hear what they have to say more than likely. That's a part of being human. We don't always come in with the facts and the figures and the Excel spreadsheets. Those things are good, but if you're trying to run your life on an Excel spreadsheet, you're going to find, I mean, really listen to me here because I am speaking from experience, you will eventually hit a point where you feel and really you know that you're missing out on a big part of life. And that big part of life is that part of the human condition, as I'm calling it. It's the fact that you're an emotional, instinctual, uh, you know, gut reaction type of creature as well as a rational being. And you can be both, uh, right? But if you're trying to just live your life one or the other, you're, you're going to lack fulfillment. Uh, I, I think you'll, you'll find that you are lacking fulfillment in your life. As always, this podcast is dedicated to you and to your success. I thank you so much for listening today. And if you haven't yet subscribed to the podcast, I hope you'll consider doing that. I'm Cody Ray Miller. Thank you again for listening. I look forward to speaking with you again tomorrow.